0: Celtics up on the Sixers right now. I'm done. I bet James Harden props once, Trista. I'm never doing it again. He's a bum. He's 2 of 14, 0 of 6 from 3 with 12 points. He's terrible. I'm over it.
1: Yeah, and they sat him, so it's a blowout. And B probably shouldn't have played.
0: There was no reason to. Now, he didn't play horribly in this game. Oh, But there's just... Coming away with a split was already going to be a great thing for them. Yeah. Going back to Philadelphia, one-one. That's what you want. Now you got freaking Embiid playing in this game. Look, maybe his knee's just going to be sore. I don't know if it's going to be anything.
2: Let me play devil better's advocate. Devil better's advocate. Okay. That so could be a segment. maybe it is a segment. Trista pregame, we saw from the predominant insiders or the prominent ins- insiders reports of went out there took his twirl as they like to say in in skating parlance when a player goes out and says i'm gonna test the skates pregame you take a twirl on the rink you come back you go i'm ready to go he walks out he's fully cleared and again smart people say that's great i don't know and both of you said this i don't know when he's gonna give us maybe minutes maybe he retweaks in the first couple nick said it's a mistake i'm still a little scared but he was quote unquote fully cleared has good stuff in the blocks, but is an absolute gear jammer as far as the offense goes. Right. And if you bet Philly plus the 10 and a half last night and then saw it shrink, you're like, I got value, you know, CLV or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got huge value 24 hours ago. This is great that he comes back. You read those reports, and that fuels your fire into betting excitement. And obviously, it ain't called gifting. It's called gambling. Yeah. How does one feel after reading tweets from the insiders and, you know, no no, uh, no, no governor on his motor tonight? He can go out there, Joel, and, do, yeah, hey, full expectations, yep. so let's go. This is what happens.
0: This is what I was afraid was going to happen.
1: I think you think to yourself there's really no, and I said this, I said, you know, betting, player props tonight for both sides, is just not a good idea. We don't know yep. what the offense is going to look like. We don't know what the rotations are going to be like. We don't know the minutes. I think you have to just say it's a, it's a stay away for me because – and it's going to be a stay away for me in game three yep. as well. I need to see some version of Joel Embiid at full percent – you know, f- fully healthy or whatever that, that looks like. You look at his stats when he's fully healthy. He had 15 points tonight, right? Like – the, the last time that he played the Celtics, he put up 52 on April 4th. So that's what he can give you, but that's not what he's giving you at all tonight. He only had three rebounds tonight.
2: That's so, horrible. So was tonight a throwaway? Was tonight the equivalent of a playoff game that was played during the preseason? It's still game two. You won game one. No, this, I team, think it's... this team down 30 with five plus to go looks absolutely ecstatic to be going home 1-1.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you think to yourself, well, maybe this is just like a warm-up game for Joel. We go back home. We're just trying to get him back into the swing of things instead of in a crucial game in Philly. How many minutes is he going to play in Philly? I don't know. It's a no bet for me. It's a no bet. This is why you shouldn't do it.
0: I won't touch a single prop in this entire—oh, by the God. By the hook again. Tobias Harris had 16. Yeah, he did. And again, I bet that when I thought Embiid was going to be out. down
1: to 14 and a half too.
0: Yep, yep. And that's just what happens. Like, the, with the news changes and they're saying he's doubtful and you think... We talked about it last night on the show, right? Tobias Harris, great guy to look at with Embiid out. He's going to take over more of the offensive load. And then Embiid comes back and it throws everything out of there. Yeah, I think for the most part for this next, next game and maybe a couple games in this series, you really need to be more cautious in the props market, maybe just overall. This was the only NBA game tonight, so I was like, I want to have some action on it. But, like... You don't know what Embiid's going to look like, what the minutes restriction's going to be, and even if he starts playing more minutes, it'd be just, how does he feel physically out there? That that matters. You're tempted to maybe take unders, but there's also the risk that, risk that it flips immediately the other way and Embiid goes off because he's still the league MVP.
1: Yeah, I mean, you never really know what you're going to get. He could have come out and give you 35. You had no idea.
0: Yeah, you also know that James Harden is not going to get you 45 in back-to-back games because he's a bum, so he's back on the list. I gave him one shot, and I'm done. Jalen Brown has 25, though. So, Jalen Brown's the only guy. Actually, no, I take that back. Malcolm Brogdon had 23 off the bench. So, yeah, this is the Celtics win this one easily. And it's going to be 1-1 heading to Philadelphia. And I don't know what the Sixers are at this point. This is why I don't trust them. This is why I kept trying to tell Ryan this. I'm like, you don't know. What you're going to get game in and game out. Joel Embiid gets hurt every single time in the playoffs. And James Harden turns around and he's a, like, he's one guy and then he's complete opposite the next game. So the the East is completely wide open. I'm dead serious. I may actually bet the Heat to go to the finals now. Like, I'm really thinking about it. I don't know who else I look at that looks... Like, I don't trust the Knicks because there's a chance they lose to the Heat with the way that the Heat are playing. Absolutely. The Bucks are out. Boston looks up and down game by game. Philadelphia, we see what they're doing tonight. I mean, is it the Miami
1: Heat? Is yeah, that the I mean, best I, think the, I think Miami will give fits to uh, Boston Celtics. That's what will happen. It'll be the Heat versus the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals we'll, once again. We'll get that. That's what we got in 2020 yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. It's It's literally the bubble again. We got Denver being good. <laughs> the Lakers are good. The only difference is that the Warriors are in the playoffs. Every team that was good in the bubble is good now.
0: You're right. There's fans in the stands, though, so at least we have that.
1: Except for, yeah, that, yeah except for that. There was
0: that. That's the that's the, that's the the only change. But, yeah, I just, I can't believe it, but I think Miami's the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. At least it's left in the playoffs. It's crazy. All right, so this Warriors-Lakers game, we haven't had a chance to really get into too much of that. That game won. We talked earlier, when I had Jake Fisher on, you know, I asked him whether or not this was more of a testament to the Warriors being worn out from that seven-game series with the Kings, or if it's, Kind of more of what the Lakers are. I I, lo- I love what this Lakers roster is compared to what it was. I don't think it's necessarily a championship-caliber team, but everything is wide open right now. When you watch that game one, did you see it more of as Golden State was worn out? Put Jordan Poole aside, because that's a whole different thing right there. They only
1: have one day off.
0: So that, that's what I mean. Like, so... The Lakers had they a little more time Sunday. off. Played Sunday, yeah, a lot yeah. more. Yeah, I mean That's the Warriors. I mean. So was only it more had... fatigue or was it more? Yeah. Do you think the Lakers are just? Oh, maybe they are better than what? No, I think, you think it's
1: I think it's fatigue. You played seven games. Lakers played what five? So they they had one day off, which was Monday, and then they played Tuesday. They traveled obviously, not a crazy travel, but you literally went toe for toe with the Sacramento Kings for seven games, and you played on Sunday. I think to me it's like. You're going to have to figure out what you want to do and how you're going to scheme Steph to get open. Jared Vanderbilt's a very, very good defender. Very good. He's one of the more impressive defenders that Mm -hmm. I've seen in a long time on Steph.
0: High energy. High energy. Blocked Steph multiple
1: times. Steph's not getting into the paint. No way, Mm -hmm. no how. No, It's going to be perimeter time or just a little bit higher um, inside the three-point line for Steph. they got to figure out what, what to do with that. But I think that they will. I like Steve Kerr and his uh, – I would take his adjustments over Darvin Ham's adjustments. I think Darvin Ham will make any adjustments. Yeah.
0: I mean, Steve Kerr is the ultimate championship coach, so that's the thing. I mean, it could end up being Warriors and Heat in the finals, and you've got Eric Spolstra and Steve Kerr against each other, two of the, two of the best, smartest coaches in the NBA. Anthony Davis had 23 rebounds in that game, and you said, right, like Anthony Davis has to be spectacular. And that's – this. when the Lakers envisioned this roster initially when they traded for Anthony Davis – Last night was what they expected. Maybe not 23 rebounds every single time. But they were looking at a situation where LeBron can kind of hand it off. Anthony Davis can be the alpha one. And then LeBron is out there, a facilitator, and can take a little bit of a step back. And he's trying. He's trying to get guys involved. Kevon Looney right now, though, plus 125 to lead the series in rebounds. Anthony Davis, obviously the favorite at minus 160. There's, look, it's plus money on Kevon Looney who could go out there and get you 20 rebounds every single night.
1: Tried to tell you guys to take Kavon Looney plus 200, yep. top rebounder. Yep. That's what you have to do. It's
0: already dropped. Yeah. It's still Look, it's still nice. You still get a little plus money for a guy like that. It's not got bad. Got to do that. But you, you miss it by a day, and it changes that much. Well, he much.
1: had 20-some rebounds, didn't he? Right. 17 rebounds? Yeah, that's what it is. Anthony Davis is going to get a lot of rebounds, but so is Kavon Looney. It's just a <laughs> value play. So.
0: Yeah, is, if you look at some of the other series props, is there anything else that you like? We got Draymond... Draymond to lead it in assists is a lot now. He's minus 215. D'Angelo Russell's behind him at plus 290. D'Angelo Russell's scoring a lot. He is.
1: He looked really good out there. He did. Really good. He looked like Kobe out there, honestly. He was killing.
0: He's, He's a liability defensively, but when he's on... What really helped the Lakers, too, kind of turn this around when they brought him in was that he is... When he wants to be, he can be a scorer, but he can also be a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Like You can have him out there, and he, he does help that offense flow. Like they, There's a lot more balance to this team. You mentioned Vanderbilt, great rebounder for his size, also a great on-ball defender. He's now the guy you put on Steph. You've got Anthony Davis playing well. You've got uh, D'Angelo Russell actually looking like he has when he's you know at his peak. This may be a longer series than initially thought. I, I mean, there's a chance maybe this is a seven-game series now.
1: Yeah, I also like Anthony Davis for Western Conference uh, Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Plus five hundred. The lines already moved. If he is, if he is playing like this, he's. Do- I mean, he's just going to dominate yeah. every conversation. He was just incredible. This is the type of Anthony Davis that you trade for first round picks for. Yep. We haven't seen this version in a while, but he was incredible in the finals in the bubble, and he's incredible right now.
0: When Anthony Davis is actually healthy, I mean he's a top five player in the NBA. And that's what people forget. I mean he's oh yeah.
1: Is he? He's
0: he is. Anthony Davis is a great rim protector, rebounder. Is he top he's a five, scorer though? Is at his top at his peak. Five. I mean that's a healthy Giannis, Anthony Davis
1: last night. Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Steph, Tatum.
0: You'd take Tatum over a healthy Anthony Davis?
1: Well, I just don't know how much motivation you're gonna get. Or Luca.
0: But you can say the same thing about Jason Tatum.
1: That's no, that's facts.
0: He had, I think, seven points tonight. I mean, he was a bum tonight.
1: I think I would probably take No, he's very good. I would say that's it's not incredibly that's not like a terrible take. I don't know if I would firmly put him in the top five, but he's in the conversation.
0: Fair. I can at least work with you on that. But Jason Tatum had seven points tonight. Once again, doing Tatum is starting to become what James Harden is in the playoffs, where you get a really big game, and then the next yeah. time he completely disappears. Totally, totally. One of seven, 0 for three from three. F- he was in a little bit of foul trouble. He had four fouls, but only seven points in 19 minutes. Now, everybody sat, because this was a 35-point f- game at one point. It's 116-84 now. But Tatum only had seven points in this. Twilight, Jalen Brown as uh, Eastern Conference MVP better now I don't trust Boston but like if you're picking out of Tatum and Brown Jalen Brown had 25 tonight he came to play again